How did you meet? Well, we just she was there on the desk, and we were all when the pictures was on. You had idle time; you just walking oh. around, and there was lots of time to sort of chat and stuff. <laughs> so, when the mother movies were on, and did you ask her out on a date? Uh, yeah. Oh, no, I mean, we were mutual things. She asked me, you know. You know. <laughs> I'm going to ask her about that. Ask her about that. She, she, she asked me if I, she suggested it, which was fine. I she didn't, suggested no, it. I didn't oh. object, but she did. She, she met the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. The special guest today. My dad! Well! Hey! Thank you for having me. <laughs> How are you enjoying being in LA? Brilliant, brilliant. Really it's good, right? Very relaxing. Christmas was good, wasn't it? Christmas was brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Lovely seeing the grandchildren, lovely yeah. seeing Alfie. We <laughs> took him to the park. He yeah. Was, he was brilliant, you know. And he yeah. stole those kids' balls, didn't he? Well, he mixed in great with the older kids. He doesn't ignores younger children, I find. That yeah, he, he doesn't he, like... He gets them much better with the older ones. He does. Why and do they accept him as well, eventually. <laughs> Why do you think he gets on better with older kids? Uh, I think because uh, the, s- the smaller ones he sees like his babies, like poppy right. type of thing. Yeah, yeah. He, he's not on the same, not in the same level. But, you know, yeah. I think that's what he is, basically. Yeah. Which is great because he learn more from the older ones. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what it is because he sees them as being smaller, being more baby. So. Right. He's doing well, though, would you say? I think he's, he's doing fantastic. Speech? He's a lovely child. Yeah, he's, he's a little doing, behind, but he's getting there. Oh, yeah, he is. He's got great potential. Uh, he's a real live wire. He's yeah. scared of nothing. <laughs> he never stops. Oh, he climbs and oh my god, he scares me. So much. Well, you've got jobs now. You're orange, orange juice, grandma. Oh yes, I'm orange juice. Yes, I'm a specialist in orange juice, especially one with the high up, the high pulp. <laughs> yeah, he's got a job. Is orange juice and milk? Yes, that's your thing. But not in the same glass. No. <laughs> <laughs> he took very well to both of you. He he warmed oh, you good. very very quickly compared to most people. Oh, that's good. I'm yeah. pleased. I'm you pleased. I'm pleased. You know, I, I love being in his company and playing with him. Yeah. And Poppy, of course, is great. Yeah. But she's a bit, a bit different, you know. So, yeah. what, do you, what, do you, what do you think about Pop? What do you think about Poppy's development? And Poppy's stuff? development is, is great. She's, you know, I think she's pretty advanced. She knows all the letters and numbers, and she knows how to wear a hat. And <laughs> she, you know, she does. She, she reacts to everything. She, yeah. She reacts to everything. She's, she's very patient, isn't she? Very, very patient. Very gentle. Yes. You know, you know. Yeah. And she's easily upset sometimes as well. Yeah, she doesn't like going to bed. Hmm. She's a bit of a drama queen, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, she definitely is. Mm. I wonder where she gets that. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, now, now. Um, so what I did was I asked Patreon um, for questions hmm? for you. Colleen Gorman on Patreon says, tell us a funny story about Stephen as a child. <laughs> Well, there's been a few, but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, there was uh, an incident where it was uh, his mother used to work in, in a restaurant at lunchtime, helping out and stuff. And uh, he used to play out the back and behind there was an undertaker's. The very you know, undertaker's were very friendly. Used to go to the pub and everybody. You know, and he disappeared one day and she couldn't find him. And she went out and uh, he was sitting on a coffin. <laughs> he was sitting on a coffin played his guitar oh my God. and he had his little bike laying up against the coffin <laughs> and the blogs took it as perfectly normal they didn't you know <laughs> musical even then yeah musical then yeah 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 and uh, for American people that's a funeral home a funeral home yes, yes yeah but uh, there was no bodies in it I don't no. know I mean, was there a body in it no I don't know <laughs> <laughs> no if you did you woke him up with that guitar <laughs> 
That was also the restaurant that I took a can of whitewash paint and oh painted God, all the yes. cars. Yeah, you did, yeah. You thought you were doing a good job. I thought I'd wash the cars at lunchtime. Yes. And I washed them with white paint. Yes. <laughs> Tell me what possessed you to do that. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And there was also an incident, actually, in the particular restaurant. It was a, it was a very old building and had a, an enormous fireplace. Going back to the olden days, very enormous fireplace. Yeah. And uh, for some reason, you put your head up the chimney and all the sock came out <laughs> and it went all over the carpet oh dear but there's yeah, a picture of me covered in some there is two indeed. eye holes yes yeah, indeed I remember yeah. that we take it out sometimes have a laugh <laughs> <laughs> yes no you did you know you got up to all sorts of things that's just two that came to mind and that was my mum worked in a restaurant called it was a pub wasn't it in a restaurant at the back uh, yeah, re- restaurant at the back, restaurant pub. There's loads of them in there. Yeah, yeah. Was, I remember there was um, my mum's friend Christine. Do you remember Christine? Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. Nice I'll name. never forget. Uh, <laughs> Christine would give her son a drag of a cigarette. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. As I live and breathe, that's what she did at the chimney boy. <laughs> the chimney boy, that's a, yeah. that's a good, uh, yeah, that's a chimney boy. Yeah. It's got a lot of history, isn't it, really? Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Because I was at work, so I didn't really know. So. Right, yeah. Yes. You were working a lot. When I was a yes, boy. I did. Yes, I did. Yeah. So, what job were you doing? I looked up hard working in the dictionary. There was a picture <laughs> of me in the picture. So, now, when I was born, where did you work? Uh, where did I, work? I worked in a, uh, I worked in a factory. Factory. Mm-hmm. And what did the factory do? Uh, it made um, floor coverings. Right. Car parts. It was a big place in the middle. All, all different things out of plastic. And know. then I remember you had a big yellow van at one point. Uh, yeah, one time I worked actually for the local authorities and I had a, my own pickup truck. That's right. It was a big yellow truck. And what did you pick up in that truck? Anything. Rubbish. <laughs> a building. Building. I was, I was, my job was to um, take the building material out of the tradesmen. Right. And then... Then I went into retail selling with the furniture. So right. Yes. That was quite a jump from that to Oh, that. yes. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. quite a step up. I thought so, yeah. It yeah. was a cleaner job. I mean, you could go dress in a suit. And, yeah. Uh, you, you met a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, the public. I always just enjoy meeting people, you know. Yeah. Talking to people and stuff. You were good at that. I remember you were very good at selling. Yeah, right, yeah and so were you. You had yeah. a bash. <laughs> yeah. You had a bash, didn't you? I did yeah, have did. a bash. Yeah. So now, did you take to that straight away, or did you have to learn how to sell furniture? No, I, t- I took to it straight away. So yeah. you just got the paper one day, and you thought, I fancy a change, I'm going to find a new job. Yeah, that's right, yeah. I thought, uh, you know, I'd get, get out of the factory, you know, the, 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 that was more of a labouring environment. Right, really. labouring, yeah. Although yes. it was very nice. I mean, I enjoyed the driving the truck around, and uh, the meeting, the, there was a bit of uh, camaraderie with the builders and stuff. Yeah. You know, uh, that kind of stuff. It was a good, oh, actually, yeah. Yeah. But then, obviously, the uh, the other one paid better as well. They had the sales job. Right. Paid a lot better, so if you... That's right, because you had commission yes. and, uh, and a base. A good, good base, and commission, and it was daytime work. It was a lot of, you know, Right. A lot of the factory work was there, uh, yeah. But then you would work a lot of days, wouldn't you? Because, obviously, in selling, you need to be... Well, there. selling is all days, but yeah. in the factory, you work some nights. Right, so you would work overnight in the factory. Yeah. Factory night work was really good because you only know, worked up to 12 o'clock. Everybody used to work really hard at 12 o'clock and you used to sleep. You used oh. to sleep in the, uh, wherever you could in the factory. So, oh, you didn't come home and sleep? 
No, no, no. You, uh, you were supposed to be working, really, oh, between twelve and six. Right. But the uh, the night shift had their own own rules. Oh, uh, because you were at night, no one could see. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, uh, the the the, the foreman and the people are all of the same vein. Let's work hard, as is. Let's have some dinner at twelve o'clock, and you get your heads down until six o'clock. Then right. Nobody was any any the wiser. So you really did half days work, but the pay was better. And the, the, although you you were working at night, but yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. And then so that wasn't uh, too bad. So you chopped a change. You know, yeah. Think. And then you stayed in furniture until you retired. I did actually. Yes, I stayed in that. Uh, that leads me on to another good question here. I hope it's a good one. Kristen, this is a popular one. Kristen. We want to know about your life in Ireland and England growing up as an adult. What was it like? Well, in Ireland, I was, I was born in rural Ireland between yeah. a place called Kilimer and uh, Kiltormer in, in, in the country, basically. There were six was in the family. We were uh, not well. We were quite poor, to be right. honest, really. But yeah. then that's not a victimized thing there's lots of poor people right uh, you know we, we were poor which is fine we, we were poor people and uh, so yeah i went to school now obviously when i left school i wanted to uh expand right i don't think i'd ever ha- been happy staying there i wanted to see the world you basically. didn't like ireland i was all right yeah, i right. didn't didn't i didn't um i did dislike ireland but uh right we used to go to the saturday morning pictures go to the pictures and see, right. see all the movies so I thought, hey, you know, there's something else going on out here oh. uh, and then when i was because uh, my brother actually was four years older than me uh he came over to england first and sort of, uh, oh he came first he came first he's four years older he came oh. first only for about a couple of years couple i didn't know i thought you came over together we right. did we did eventually when he came back and he went back a second time so he went over to england and then came back yes and then you both went over uh yes yeah yeah, yeah. Right. and yeah. so what so what was that how old were you and what was that trip like uh coming over on the boat i was uh, 17 16 or something not quite sure actually wow. 16 and a half 17 was quite young yeah really. yeah uh, and he was four years older right i know i didn't have any money he, he left me what was 10 pounds oh. 10 pounds in those days and yeah. i did pay him back and i <laughs> yeah. did, did pay him back and paid him back uh yeah it was an adventure really. yeah when you're young you don't really uh and it was gentler times really we when you went on the boat uh there was um people on the boat um missionaries nuns really right going around the boat looking uh for people that might you know young people and they used to give you um an, an address to go to to find uh, somewhere to stay which is quite helpful really so right. we ended up in Manchester we were yeah, so. so they gave you an address where yeah, they you give you board. like uh, to go to a, a Catholic association okay so you went there uh, in that particular area and they say you can Mrs. Mrs. Welsh Mrs. Flynn or whatever right. uh, and then you went there and then you, you sort of went at least had some contact to go for. right yes and did you i heard you got thrown out of one of those places <laughs> well yeah well the first time we, we came over the very first time it was gotten off the boat come off the train long journey from Holyhead down to london uh, down to manchester it was, and we were absolutely tired and yeah. i sound the wall he went to find this lady mrs jennings i think her name was right she's a nice lady she, she i remember her she had uh, a lot of facial hair <laughs> <laughs> she's not, no, I mean, she was a lovely lady. She's quite, quite tough. She had a lot of hair on her chin. Oh and then uh, I'm sitting on the wall. So I don't my back. Only comes back. I'd fallen asleep. I was asleep on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, Miss Gillian, she took us in, and uh, you know, we, right. I, we used to go out and got the pictures. It was Manchester. Then you used to go out. And, and what went, year would this have been roughly? Uh, oh, 1719. I would have been about seventeen. So. 
Early 60s. Early 60s, okay. Very, very early 60s. Early 60s in Manchester, before the Beatles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah just before that. Yeah, just before the Beatles. No, the Beatles broke in. No, the Beatles were around. No, that's right, just after the Beatles. Uh, right, so 62, 63. That's right, yeah, that okay. would be you know, 62, 63. So. And so why did you get thrown out of the boarding house? Well, <laughs> it was always up to, to mischief, really. It was, uh, the... Um, a couple of th- uh, yeah, but a couple of things actually. There was a place you could do cooking, which had it was up the top, and you had to go up steps. Right. Night time to do cooking. She didn't like you cooking at night. Right. She didn't like you cooking at night. <laughs> so we used to go down and uh, we used to, you used to be able to buy uh, great big lumps of steak meat, and you come back and you you fry it up and you you'd cook it. And then I did it one night, and I was coming down the stairs, and I f- slipped. <laughs> Crash! Oh my God! It was about half past twelve at night, and all the steak went everywhere. All the well, everything went, went everywhere, everywhere, really. So she went everywhere. But I, I was a bit of a devil, really, because she had a we had a telly in the room and everything, black and white telly. Yeah. And uh, the telly packed up one night and just stopped. And I thought, oh, well, I'll have a look at the back of this. Under the television, and there was valves in there. Oh, so, no. so, so I thought, oh, this looks, this just looks as it might not be replaced. And I touched it, and oh, every single light in the house went out, <laughs> blew all the fuses, blew all the fuses. And she never knew because I put it back quick, put it back quick, and put the back on. But she never made the wise it was me. I don't know. So. But she had, she had to get the electricity didn't come back on. Oh, she, I don't know how she sorted it out, but <laughs> it did, did come back on. But I got away with that. But I was, uh, um, Jerry was just as bad. He was, we always wrestling and stuff, you know. Do so you were wrestling? No, no, we he used to, we used to, he used to, we always, we always playing around. As young, um, yeah. young kids, we were on quite close so and we used to fight and wrestle and, <laughs> and it was always, anyway. But um, in this, the reason I got chucked out in the end was. In the bathroom toilet, the door, the door opened outwards rather than in. Right. It opened out. Right. So, and there was a, a broom cover and there was brooms. So I'm uh, Jerry's in the bathroom. So I got the broom and I wedged it between the door <laughs> and the stairs <laughs> because he couldn't open it. And I buggered off out. I just went out. Oh, you left it. I left. <laughs> I didn't know course, this. Yeah, no, he did. And of course, <laughs> she had to come up and let him out. Yeah. <laughs> So when I come back and she said, you've got to go. You are a troublemaker. Oh, no. So I had to go. And I, I would have to say, yes, I was I caused my own demise. Wow, I didn't know you were a mischief maker like that. Yeah, no, it was good. It was just uh, to watch something you got up to. It was just the idea, oh, I'd lock him in the bugger. <laughs> lock him in, put this broom there. And, and, so now Jerry stayed at that place and then you moved on. Well, I found another place just around the corner. There right. again, it was a dress from... Uh, from the from the thing you know from the, the we were given the place, yeah so there was a place for, we were very fortunate we could find a place to go right which was uh, safer in a way because it was uh, the Catholic people which is and it was yeah it was okay so I went around there and, and uh, yeah there was uh, other other guys in there uh, workmen and uh, I always remember there was a guy sitting in the corner and his name was Tom and uh, he was. Very, he, he couldn't breathe. He couldn't breathe very easy. He was wheezing. Right. And he had black marks on his skin, sort of thing. And I said, uh, "What's the matter with him?" He said, "Oh, uh, he he's worked down the coal mines for years, uh-huh. and he's got this lung disease, and the marks is what the coal thing going to his skin." Wow. Like pit marks on his skin. It was quite normal. From the me. coal. 
Yes. Jeez. So that was it. Uh, and he couldn't breathe from working in the coal mine. Well, no, he, he developed this disease called F. There's a name for it, actually. Coal mine disease. Jeez. He could just uh, wheeze and wheeze. And, you know, it didn't work. He was sitting there, so. Right. Yeah, that was all little eye-openers, you know, sort of seen. Yeah. You, that was all, all new to me. I'd never come across. Because you uh, didn't have any industrial things in Ireland, just countryside things. Oh, yeah, it was the country. There was no, no mines as such. There was no mines. It was just uh, country, basically. You know, just countryside and some old factories and stuff. Was there a story about an island a floor with no bottom in the floor? Was there a story about... Someone with a car with no bottom in it. Oh, yeah, because in, in rural Ireland, <laughs> everything was very rustic. And in those days, it was, it, was, it was late 50s, early 60s. And there was very few cars on the yeah. road. And then anybody who had a car, would, yeah. uh, you could pay them some money and they'd take you somewhere. I see. And my mum used to want to go somewhere. So she, his name was Anthony. Anthony? Anthony White, his name was. Okay. He was a nice old boy. He was anyway. And he had this car with no Ford uh, for prefect or whatever it was, or four-door thing I went in, and it was a real wreck. Right. And there was, where he was sitting, there was a hole, a hole in the floor. <laughs> Honestly, God, there was a hole in the floor, and he'd be going along, and he said, oh, we're going to stop now, and he used to put, he had boots with the studs, and the, 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 boots with the, the studs and the heels to stop him wearing. Right. Cobnail boots. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he used to put his foot down, get the final stop no. he put his foot to the hole in the floor <laughs> and I always remember you could see sparks coming out <gasps> are you serious yeah absolutely oh my god he Absol- stopped the car with his shoes yeah, with his so, foot yeah because he said the brakes wasn't working very well so yeah because the car didn't go very fast in the beginning really he was right. uh, puttering along but yeah he used to put his foot down and he said oh we'll stop in a minute <laughs> Put his foot down. So he put his foot through the hole in the floor and yes. there's sparks coming off his There's sparks coming off these um, hobnail boots that he had on. And, oh, uh, my God. But we accept that was perfectly normal. It was, it was odd, but, uh, you know. Wow. Yeah, he was... Uh, but he was good because he would take you and he didn't yeah. charge very much money and that sort. And you didn't have electricity or water or hot water, did you? No, no, no. Oh. We had no electricity and we had to get water from either rainwater or from a well... Right. So, but uh, I wonder. Probably no one out there can imagine that. No, we were very fortunate because there was a uh, quite a farmer opposite. Right. Uh, called Corgan, Joe Corgan, and my dad used to work with him, do jobs for him. Yeah. And he was always very um, generous to us. He used to give us food and vegetables. Oh, stuff. wow! You know, he was good, very good. He lived on his own. Uh, he hadn't married at that stage, and he used to have a. His house was a thatched house of the old-fashioned type. Yeah. And uh, he was very rough and ready. Yeah. And he, was, he used to fry up stuff and stuff like right. that. Right. We were around one day and uh, he was cooking something. He'd always give you something if he was cooking. You'd, he'd always come away with something to eat. And the food was shortage then. I mean, it was nice to, yeah. to be able to get something to eat. And, uh, and then he, he took this plate up and it was a little bit greasy. And he said, uh, I haven't got a clean plate in the house <laughs> since the cat died. <laughs> Now, this is gospel truth. And uh, what he used to do when he finished his meal, he'd put the plate down, and, of course, the cat would lick it completely oh clean. Oh, my God. And he never washed it. He, oh, my... That, the cat was his dishwasher? Yes. Oh, my God. But he lived into his 80s, so, like I said, I think we were, you can't be too clean sometimes. <laughs> it was a, well, you know, I agree with that, but yes. the cat licking the dish The cat licked the dish, and when the cat passed away, obviously, then he had to play. It wasn't clean anymore. Oh, my <laughs> so, God. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, any more? Any more character? What were other local characters in Ireland? Uh, yeah, there, there was. Uh, 
A few, there was lots of uh, people used to play music and stuff. Right. People playing in Now, your dad, what did he do? Uh, he was a labourer. He worked from uh, he worked for the local authority, basically. Oh, like you did in London? Yes. In, in England? Yeah. yeah. So he ran the family then. Right. No, he worked for the local authority. Uh, road building, ah. uh, building wall, everything to do with the construction for the council, the local council, basically, roads. And he was very proud of that wall in Dallas. Yeah, he built a wall in Dallas, yeah. But he was, he was a right character. And he was my dad. He was, uh, he was just, you know, he was, he always, um, he was always attracted to oddball people. <laughs> If there was somebody, if you were out in the pub or whatever with him, and there was somebody a bit odd, yeah. he was there like oh, a shot. That's you know, he was always a chat to them. And uh, uh, one day we, we was out with Jerry, and we were in this place, and there was a. <coughs> we got talking to this guy, and obviously this guy was a gypsy. Right. And gypsies have ponies called pieball ponies. Okay. And then, of course, my dad was boasting. He said, Oh, I got some pieball ponies. But he got caught out because the guy said, what breed have you got? And I said, oh, I think it's time we were going now, lads. <laughs> so he didn't have a phone? No. He was one for the tall tales. He was, yes, he was. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he was. But uh, he was, he was um, anybody was a bit odd. Yeah. He, he was there to chat to them or, you know, just, just the way that he was there. He was a great character. Was he? Well, you, you know what yeah. he was like. You know. When he died, there were so many people at that funeral. I, it was endless. There were, well, you know, don't you? There was uh, thousands of people. There was lots of people turned up. Yeah, yeah, just he was, Yeah, he was very, uh, he was very well known. He was very well known. And wasn't he, he was, um, he was well liked. I think he must have been for those yeah. people who turned up. And way back in the old days, apparently, he used to be quite good singing. He used to sing. Really? He used to sing. Uh, used to get in the old days. He used to have dance halls, uh, and somebody would get up on the stage. Very basic, Michael. Yeah. He, he used to sing, but he used to sing songs. I didn't know that. Yeah, no, he did. No, he did, yeah. He used I to didn't sing. know he used to do that. I know he used to sing when he... He used to him. sing songs like the old Tattering or Country Road or whatever. It was all Irish songs. He used to get up and sing. Yeah, yeah, he used to, he used to sing. I'm so. just checking that's recording. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know he sort of sang professionally, though. No, I didn't professionally. This wasn't professional. This was just, uh, you should have a dance hall, somebody get up and sing, like modern days karaoke, isn't it? Yeah. But this was, you got up and you sung a song, and people enjoyed it, you know, they used to sing. Yeah. You know, that was the entertainment people had. They didn't have much apart from going to the dance hall. And, right. And there was no sort of, uh, you know, uh, there was only radio, there was no television those days, really, it's not. No, yeah, just the radio. Yeah. So we, we used, first time we got a radio was up on the wall we weren't supposed to go near it there was two batteries a wet and a dry battery very mentally thing what did you do before the radio for fun? nothing no just run, run around the fields <laughs> <laughs> wow no well you accepted what you had at the time you yeah know, you didn't you know, know you used to climb trees I used to love climbing up trees and looking out and you you worked with what you had basically yeah. as a child you don't uh, and something came in like a radio call oh, right this was something different you know? yeah and I uh, used to listen to the, the programs on the radio and then uh, right. only had it on a certain times of night because you couldn't afford to replace the batteries if it ran out. <laughs> so that's why it was up high so you couldn't get to it <laughs> so now skipping back and forth a little bit so yeah. we're, so Back to where you were in Manchester, you, but you didn't. You ended up in South England, in London. 
Uh, yeah, uh-huh. because uh, I wanted to, um, I always wanted to go to London because I wanted to expand. I always had this yearning to find out what's out there, what's, you know, right. what's different. You know, okay. I wasn't happy, I wouldn't stop in Manchester, I wouldn't stop in Ireland really. Right. So even if I had a decent job there, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been happy to. I wanted to sort of travel and see what was out there, what was the world about. You know, what oh. was, what was, uh, I always had that sort of years. So anyway, uh, I got a job in and Jerry had a job there one in a, a holiday camp called Butlins. Right. You could yeah. work for a season, and if you stayed, because everybody used to come and go, but the longer you stayed, they give you extra money, so you had a bonus at the end of it. So right. If you stuck it out, they give you, it was 10 shillings or something. You got your wages, but then you got an extra bonus if you stayed for an extra week. So if you stayed the whole hog, which I did, I had a bit of money. So when I came back, I went, didn't go back to Manchester, I went to London. Oh, I see. And then you were on your own in London? I was on my own in London, so I had to make my own way to find places to stay. But How old were you then? Uh, probably about 18. Wow. 18, yeah. But you had a bit of money saved. Well, I saved from the, from the thing, sir. But I always, had, um, I always kept a bit of money by, so if it was, I could bail out. I, had, oh, I always right. kept enough fare to go back to Manchester or to Ireland right okay. so I was I never money ever buy never touched so if right. something goes wrong I have a, an out I can either go back to Ireland which I didn't want to go to Manchester but fortunately I didn't have to do that because oh. I could have uh, jobs were easy to find in those days really just labouring jobs uh, and what job did you get in London um, it was warehousing warehouse job the warehouse job yeah in, in the West End now but, there was a point after where you met my mum. Oh, that's farther down the line. Oh, that's the, how many years after living in London was that roughly? Oh. Eight, probably eight. Oh wow, that was a long time in London before Seven, that. Seventeen, eighteen, nine, twenty, twenty-one. No, sorry, about four, four. Sorry. Four. And you used to go to Scar Begay clubs in London, didn't you? Well, yeah, because when I watched in the in the West End of, of, of London, there was all sort of guys from. Oh, Cockneys. Well, I loved them. I loved the you know, work mixing with them and they accepted yeah. me. Like, and they were all these Millwall supporters and they were all a bit sort of rough. Rough and. Uh, but th- those days it was, uh, it was simple, really. Right. If it was a rumble, it was somebody pushing and shoving. There was no. Not like now, the world's got much harder as knives and all that. Right. There was none of that. But anyway, yeah. uh, there was a guy who, who worked in this uh, place. Uh, he was a black man, black, yeah. black boy. And uh, he looked. He was looked like they used to call him Ali because he looked like Muhammad Ali. Oh right! But they used to take the Mickey out of him senselessly, really. Which right. Was, it, you know. I would take the Mickey out of him. But well, they weren't. Yeah, they, right. were, they, were, they were racist, basically. Yeah. Well, well it was a lot of racism towards oh. Irish people in oh, yes, London. There, there, there? there was no uh, blacks, no dogs, no Irish. Oh yes. Yeah. I don't know Crazy. why they put that sign. On. Nobody wants to say that. Any on the dogs? They might. <laughs> they might want to say they were so bloody rough. Nobody wanted to go there any part of the dogs. Wow. But yeah, there was there was that a lot of uh, anyway. Uh, this scar thing was coming along, uh, coming out on the thing, and, and he said uh, he used to live at Brown Finsbury Park. Right. And he said, "There's this scar club. You, uh, you can come with me." I said, "I can't go there. There's all uh, uh, black people. Okay, that's how He said, "No, no, you'd be all right if you're with me. Right. I'm fine. You know." And uh, so he, he told me it was the basement of a house. Really, it was a house. It was a basement of a house. Right. They were playing this music. I had never heard it before. Wow. And I thought, wow, this is different. Yeah. Giving it all that business. And uh, I had a great time. You know, yeah. There was, there was only me and one other white guy in there, but they were brilliant. But uh, uh, 
uh, Jamaican chicken and all that stuff. Oh, yeah, right. Never had that before. It was great, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So for people watching, Ska was right before... Ska was the thing that came before reggae, really. It was the early, early reggae, wasn't it? So you wouldn't have heard that anywhere else. Very early stages. No, this this was when it first came in. To me, anyway, I'd never heard this. It might have been out before, but I didn't hear it until I went with him. Yeah. And then... And I went back I, the following day to work and said, where'd you been? I went, I went with, uh, oh, what's his name? I can't remember his name. He used to call him Manny. We used to all call him Manny because I don't know why they used to take the mick on because he would knock you flying because he was built like Muhammad Ali. <laughs> right. For a reason. But he was a terrific guy. He wasn't any violence in him at all. Yeah. But, uh, they used to say horrible things. So anyway, and I said, I went with Ali to this. He said, no, you, you went to that black club? I said, yeah. I never had an issue with it at That's all, really. really. Yeah. Uh, you know, it wasn't... Um, but they obviously had. But yeah, uh, I imagine that was very unusual in those days. No, I said I enjoyed the music. I can go and go and like really. Yeah, exactly. So, so, yeah. Wow. And then eventually you you went to get a job in a cinema. Yeah, you, you, I hopped around from job to job basically. Yeah. So you, you, I got a job in a cinema. Uh, what else did you? A few bits in between, really. Yeah, I got a job in a cinema. Yes, and then I met your mum there basically. And how did you how did you meet? What was she doing, and what were you doing for a job? Uh, for the job, um, I was a general. They used to call them ushers. Oh yeah. The job was to bringing out the bringing out the sweets and doing all that bits and pieces, and obviously showing people taking the tickets as they go in. Yeah. Oh so, yeah. Sometimes you used to have because they had the old fashioned switchboard. Sometimes you had to go on the switchboard to take calls. You know. Right. Would you? You say hello, and you'd have to. They say, <laughs> "I want to speak to Mister Mister Johnson," and you have to. Well, he's on two o two. Push that. In oh, there. you have to do the pushing the things in. Yeah, they oh. did. Yeah, yeah. Because somebody wanted to go and have a break or whatever. They said, yeah. oh, "Can you come and have a look at this? Can you can you stop here for a minute?" It wasn't supposed to be on really, but you, somebody was saying, "Can you just look after this while I go and have some to eat or something?" And you and she said, "All you have to do is to when that thing when that somebody calls, just flick up and show red. Just put the put your." microphone they can speak to them and then when they say what they want you just do it this one sir. but uh, wow so I, was, I was just glad I never speeded up yeah <laughs> hang on a minute <laughs> so cables all over you had to literally put the cable in the right to push through the extension so yeah but you had to do all that sort of stuff and then take the tickets and stuff like that so. right yeah and then your mom got a job in the evening uh, uh, she had a part-time job in the union as a work. She worked in cash in the, in the cash in the desk. Oh. Cashier's desk. She was taking the money in the cashier's desk. And how did you meet? And how did you meet? Well, we just she was there on the desk, and we were all when the pictures was on. You had idle time. You just walking oh. around, and there was lots of time to sort of chat and stuff. <laughs> so when the mother movies are on. And did you ask her out on a date? Uh, yeah. Oh. No, I mean, we were mutual things. She asked me, you know. We, you know. <laughs> I'm going to ask her about that. Ask her about that. She asked me. She suggested it, which was fine. She suggested it. I didn't object, but she did. She she met the. Where did you go for the first day? Ah, we just went. There was a place called the Hammersmith Pally. Oh yeah, nice cafe area. It was nice. Was it a dance hall? It was a dance hall, yeah, and a cafe. So it was like an early version of like a disco. It was actually, yeah, but okay. it was a bit more formal. They used to do the, the proper wall, ballroom dancing and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah, it was the cafe. It was just directly opposite because uh, where we was in Leicester Square. So. Wow. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So that that's how I met. And the funny thing is, she always tells the story that uh, the 
the film that was coming on was called Romeo and Juliet. Right. Franco Zeffirelli, I think it was. Right, yeah. And um, when the was the premiere, it was always... Uh, the Queen used to come a lot. Right. But one of the royal families, it was the thing, they would always come to the premiere. Right. And I remember there was a great big hoo-ha about, that's where she goes, and she had her own toilet and all that. <laughs> so that was... Uh, and then she came, we, we all had to... Oh, you met the Queen? No, I didn't meet her. Oh. She walked past, but you had, we all had to have... Um, a special uniforms made we all had to look proper they spent a lot of money on us actually new uniforms we had and we had to wear white gloves and we had lined up there and then lined up there and she just walked apart oh no she's a very short very short lady but she, she had her own toilet oh yeah there was her own toilet upstairs yeah there was, she had, the queen has her own toilet they she made one for her I think it was always there because they had a history oh. the place all those West End theatres have a history of royal visits so they all have the royal toilet yes because they have a royal box and behind there there is uh, there's always special not just toilets a whole sort of um, you know, right. toilet and then restroom or if you like you know but they all I think they all have those right. because you don't know who's going to come to a premiere you've got to be prepared you know? yeah got to get the toilet rolls in and stuff and so, so what was the story that my mum always tells she tells the story that it was Romeo and Juliet which oh. was the, the film that was yeah. the premiere then and that was why she, the Queen turned up and she went and uh, you know she yeah the only she did came in and walked past yeah the manager came out and he was behind the boss and <laughs> talked the Queen in carry on then carry on oh my nuts but uh, no it was nice it was nice you know, it was nice she just walked past anyway that was the film Romeo and Juliet and that was Queen Elizabeth who just died oh yes right well she was young then she was uh, Rosemary how um, short and sort of delicate she looked oh. I think oh she's she's um, a small lady she's short and, and she's so powerful right do you know what I mean for, yeah for somebody so petite yeah to have so much power right I that's good you know wouldn't upset her, you know, yeah. end up in the tower. Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. a great footage of her driving when she was older, a Range Rover, and she's tiny. I mean, oh, yeah. She's got a yeah. scarf on, she's driving along. She drove herself. Oh, yeah, she always drove herself around the, around the estate. I think she drove around London as well, actually. She, 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 she used to go out. Oh, yeah, I think. She obviously had security heading behind, I would imagine, but right. she always used to like a Land Rover, because she used to... Um, the, uh, she used to in in the in the wartime she was a mechanic in right so she, she knew so. oh yeah I heard about that yeah no, no, so then you got you went on a date you yeah. fell in love moved in mm. moved in and then you went back to Ireland I went back to Ireland for a while I don't know why I think I'm to visit my mother I'm not sure why. right Anyway, we went back to Ireland and my brother went back to Ireland as well so right we had a well, not very long but right uh, about a month probably there right back and uh, yeah and when you came back, you got married? No, we got married about... Uh, we, we, we tested each other out for a while. Right? <laughs> don't, don't rush into these things. Do you right. Know? Yeah, no. We got married about 18 months, two years. So you lived together before you were married? Oh, yes. Oh, that now was that unusual for the day? It was. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, but we got away with that. So, so <laughs> what did my mum's mum think of that? Uh, she didn't know, to be honest. <gasps> you kept a secret. Well, you would, wouldn't you? Yeah, <laughs> you know, she kept a secret. I mean, you know, she she didn't let on, and I didn't let on. Because that was a big deal in those days. People well, it would have been, yes, it would have been. Uh, it was in the early days of uh, liberation with hippies and all that business. Right. Was hip, the hippie, sis, hippie thing was around then as well. So. Oh, that, so this was into 67, yeah, 68? Yeah, yeah, that was, uh, yeah, but so, yeah, we should, he didn't tell us so. That's funny. Yeah, so you didn't know a lot of that, did you? No, I didn't know a lot of that. Oh, so you do now. That was 
I didn't have a chance to get to. I didn't have a chance to get to some of these questions. That was really oh, sorry. amazing. Well, we should do it again. Do you want us to do this again? I really enjoyed that. Good. That was good fun. Yeah. And there's so many more questions here that are actually really interesting that I'd like to get to. Okay, it's up to you. <laughs> Come back tomorrow and learn something else. <laughs> That's my line. <laughs> no, it's fine. No, it's good. I'm glad I was able to help. So. You're the first guest in the proper studio. Oh, thank you. Do I get a prize? Yeah, you get a prize. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. That was me. lovely. Yes. And there's the found out a lot of stuff I didn't know. You didn't know? You no. didn't, did you? No, we don't know we're talking about that. Uh, we never the, do. The old days, you know, the old days. and uh, yeah. I didn't know my granddad sang in clubs. No, he sang in a dance hall. In a dance hall. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what it is. But that's like. still pretty proper. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't know you lived in sin. <laughs> no, I should make my own way out. <laughs> Great. Fantastic. Fantastic. Okay, Thank is you so that right? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. That was amazing. Are we still on? All done. All done. All done. Yeah. No, I hope it was all right. That was amazing. <laughs>